This is Debates on Tap. It is good. It's very good. <laughs> podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. Whatever. So guys, my wife's birthday is uh, coming up soon. And uh, she's been leaving around like magazines with stuff like either, you know, baby stuff that's very important or jewelry and other things that she needs. So I took, I got the hint. I knew exactly what she wanted. A bathroom scale. Magazine stand because she was, uh, you know, not left the magazines. I thought you were going to say trash can. <laughs> I mean, that'd probably be a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> How's your guys' marriage? It's, guys, when I tell you it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's about to be fine plus one. <laughs> Uh, yeah hey speaking of fine <laughs> this is debates on tap this is a podcast where we drink we argue and uh someone wins i'm brian i'm brendan and i'm vargas and we are joined today by friend of the show ty from what in the darn what, what in is the darn the, what is the name of fire the is sam ramey making this time nailed it in one no, Thank yeah. you, boys. Who the hell is this for? The Sam Raimi episode is the last episode you guys put up. Yes. And buddy, that is such a fun episode. Yeah, um, we had a lot of fun. Audio issues aside. <laughs> <laughs> Audio <laughs> issues included. Yes. Yeah. I think that makes... That's a perfect Sam Raimi bit right there. <laughs> Honestly, you know? yeah. So editing the episode was probably the hardest <laughs> I have laughed when we come... And I posted it on our show account of just... Riley's mic being completely blown out. Dude, it sounds like just all of a sudden he a took it and just cranked it. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Really cool to get a Spider-Man monster in the studio. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Famous Spider-Man monster Clayface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, Sam Raimi does want to make a Batman movie. Yes. So I say uh, let him. Do you know who wants to make a Clayface movie, which and it was apparently turned down by DC execs, is Mike Flanagan. No. Yes. Can you imagine? Yes, I can. Yeah. And I want it. I want it very badly. I've said for a long time they need to do like the thing, but with Batman and yes. Clayface is the thing. That would be incredible. Oh, that would rule. Right? It's right there. Yeah. Hmm. It's Did like Flanagan it, say at all like what the story? What no, story? I only saw the headline uh, of it. I, I need to go back and read. I think it was an old headline gotcha. too. Yeah. But yeah, really, really excited about that. Uh you're not excited. I mean, yeah, it would have it's, been it's cool. such a cool. It's one of those what, what if I am things. Excited, I got ahead of myself. Our next episode, because I teased it on Twitter and then completely forgot to say <laughs> what it was. But we are doing Jackie Chan. No joke. Next Hell yeah. Wow. And I believe we are going to be doing. So there's a lot of ep- movies you want to hit with Jackie Chan. Yeah. And Shanghai so Night, Shanghai that, Noon. So what we're doing, we're doing early, <laughs> like kind of prime Jackie Chan. Totally. And we're doing police story. And then we are doing Rush Hour because we're talking about Jackie Chan and that kind of stretch of his career. And then we're going to be doing The Foreigner with, I believe, Pierce Brosnan. It's so good. That's what Jeff said. He he said it's actually really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That rules. So we're going to be talking about past, present, and current, or past, further past, (laughs) and current (laughs) Jackie Chan. Yeah, because Police Story rules. And that's like the famous, everyone has seen that stunt where it's like, the bus stunt where he's mm-hmm. like hopping off and uh, at, just look that up or just watch police story. Cause you, it, it's you a fascinating should, Everyone movie. should watch police story. It is, especially if you've only, your only exposure to Jackie Chan has been rush hour, Shanghai yeah. nights, the, the <laughs> right. Western Jackie Chan. Stuff. Right. Because it is 
like the the police stories, the drunken masters, all of those things are so like masterful. Yes, and he was one of those like in the Bronx. Right, yeah, yeah, he was one of those guys that had like his team of stunt guys, martial arts guys, and they would like just kind of do whatever they wanted for the scenes and for the mm-hmm. setups and stuff like that, and and did it for real like that. I love that shit. That's so cool. Have you guys seen? I think my favorite Jackie Chan stunt is from Who Am I? Mm-mm. It's whatever he he loses his memory and he can fight and he doesn't know why whatever but there's a big sure. big action set piece at the end of the movie where he slides down the roof of a skyscraper oh and he shit. he did it irl like <laughs> oh they god. strapped him to a skyscraper and sure. he just slid down the roof oh my god and of course you know in the making of or whatever he like broke every bone in his body yes. because he's sliding down unfortunately yeah. famously he <laughs> has broken like many things which yeah. one is the uh, like the light pole um stunt I forget which movie that is in. Are you thinking where he kicks it out? That's Tony Jaw. No, where he slides down. Oh, um, shit. Like the string of lights and is. Is that is that Rumble in the Bronx? I, that might be Rumble in the Bronx. I am not sure because I've only seen that clip. Yes, yeah. that clip is very, is very famous. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's yeah. Rumble in the Bronx. Because I think that's one of the ones that almost killed him. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where he like legit almost got electrocuted, I think, or something. Or. Well, it. it broke or cut something very specific yeah in, his, yeah in his leg yeah which is not great um but yeah the, jackie chan rules. jackie chan's awesome yes. i can't wait for that episode that's gonna be so much fun uh very very fun and we're going to be doing the nice thing is we've been doing some extra background research mm-hmm. for things uh elden ring came out though so we probably won't do yes. as much background research right. on other movies as we did with the sam raimi episode um, I know you and Jeff are playing. Does Riley? Does he like a Riley video game guy? He, I mean, video games, video game yes, guy, but, but uh, not. I don't think he's as big on RPGs gotcha. and things like that. Sure. Um, the Moto GP game. Is oh, his totally. Bread he's and a big butter, Moto yes. GP guy, anyway. So yeah, good for him. Good for him. Well, Ty. Um, usually we have people bring us beer. Yes. So in What's celebration, your in celebration of, put that down. <laughs> Put that down. Brian's Let's ready. See if I need it. It's Brian's not ready. what you think it is. <laughs> okay. So, in celebration of episode 100, in the spirit of debates, I have brought you all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, yeah. It's a nice born in the land of sky blue bit. waters. <laughs> long running bit. <laughs> it's not a bit if it's real. Yeah, you're right. It's not a bit if it's real. Hams won the poll we put up. So ergo, Hams is the better tasting beer Mm. over Miller Lite. Why are you so easily flipping? I'm not flipping. I'm just Uh, saying the people have spoken. The people can be wrong. Evidence base. Donald Trump won. The people can be wrong. You know what? This is a fine tasting beer. It's fine. I never said it wasn't fine. Perfect. It's a good beer. The bit is that people like it. They're liking it as a bit. <laughs> and I'm fucking over it. Good. I'm fucking <laughs> over it's it. It's genuinely very it's good. It's genuinely can you, fine. Can you, can you turn Brian down? Yes. No. Just you turn me up. Very good. Listen, we've had a couple beers before this. I'm sorry Brian's a little fired up right <laughs> now. Why are you apologizing for me? I'm very capable of it, and I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> Don't stop turning me down. I'm not moving like my <laughs> It wasn't a bit. You know, the best part is going to be when Greg comes and does the exact same thing. It'll be wonderful. It'll be the best one-two punch of day day three, day four of of this thing. Well, thank you so much for bringing hands. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Did uh, I don't know if we ever told you this, but a while ago, I think the last time we had Greg on for the podcast. Brian and I were like, okay, we had like Bud Light in hams or something. We're like, we're going to make Greg and Vargas do a blind taste test. And they 100%, they nailed it. Like they were, they nailed I, which I, one was hams. 
Because ta- hams taste different than Bud Light. Yes, it, it, it tastes I think that's better. a very. I think if you did, yeah. <laughs> Stop. We like Thai. Stop it. I know we well. We 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 squash the beef. Yeah, there's no time. beef. There's new beef. That, that, <laughs> oh boy, there's new beef. This has been simmering on Twitter for <laughs> episode 100. We're starting new stuff. It's, it's nice tender beef. It's a whole new <laughs> meaty morsels. Well, Ty, thank you so much for bringing this. Absolutely. Um, what's new with you? What have you been doing? I know El- you mentioned eldering and stuff like that, but what what else you been doing? Yes. Yeah, so the I have not been watching anything because of Elden Ring. Shh, totally, uh, totally. It's been completely taking up my time. Running running a dex build. Uh, I am beautiful. Uh, just killed uh, Star Scourge General Radon. As a melee build, he is a nightmare of a boss. Yep, it was but awful. God, it's it's an intense, fun battle. Wild ass battle. But outside of that, um, so I have been reading Manhunt by Gretchen Felker Martin. Very good. It rules. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. At I've all. never read it. No, but I'm familiar with um, it. Yeah. So it just recently came out. A book by a trans woman, and it is like post-apocalyptic horror fiction everyone with too much testosterone in their body has gone feral oh, boy yes and so i'm going feral baby. It's, it's starting right here You're you have it. the the three protagonists of the book mm-hmm. um i'm still early in so i i'm not sure who makes it to the end whatnot totally, totally. Like i wouldn't say that on on record either yeah. i wouldn't just come spoil the book so general general premise uh-huh. though um, two trans women and one trans man. The trans women are trying to find natural sources of estrogen so that they don't go feral because mm. tes- to stave off testosterone buildup. Right. And then the trans man, uh, when the like when the plague happens, it then interrupts. He he doesn't transition hormonally. And oh. so it's you have a lot of him internally like dealing with that, and then the two trans women, their internal monologue with all this, and it's r- really gnarly. Yeah. Horror oh, too. totally. Like, very, like, very intense. I think that could go a lot of different places, and that tell, that sounds really wild. Tell them to grow soy. Soy is naturally <laughs> high in estrogen. It's <laughs> very true. So. Well, they they do talk about things like that in ah, in the narrative. Nice. The author consulted me. Well, so <laughs> but no big deal. the. Uh, probably a guy holding some type of frog comic in front of a gate <laughs> screaming about it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know well the uh the highest naturally occurring source of estrogen is in testicles so you can imagine where that goes with sure the narrative. very interesting um actually the highest source here we of go <laughs> or the, that they are easy to get to oh well i was gonna say it's, it's just me oh <laughs> <laughs> My, oh, I thought we were gonna do a our wives, right, fellas? No, I'm such a beta, I burn myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very, very good book. It right. is not for the faint of heart. So, but did you say who the author was? Uh, Gretchen Felker Martin. Yeah, okay. uh, that you is are, quite the last name, Felker Martin. <laughs> yes, wow. hyphenated. Oh, okay. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> not, not, not Polish. Just one. <laughs> but yeah, very, very good. Um, if you are into horror and especially like. Uh, things taking a really deep look at um, at gender and because you know trans people are under attack constantly. Right. We don't have to get into all that because that's very depressing. Right. Um, <laughs> that's that's unfor- an unfortunate real world real world thing happening, mm-hmm. which sucks. But very poignant and very just very gnarly going along with those things. So that's highly awesome. recommend that. And then I have been listening to a lot of different metal because oh. of the onslaught. Uh, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. <laughs> 
Uh, specifically, a band that I can't wait to make an appearance on uh, season two is Archspire. Mm. Archspire is very good. Extremely <laughs> good. Good, actually. I'm going to say this to you guys right now. If you have to make a whole podcast called Good Actually, maybe this, maybe this stuff isn't actually Welcome good. to the first episode of Good Actually. I'm Tyler. This is Vargas. <laughs> Taking uh, it over. With us today are Brendan and Brian. Hi. Talking about uh, hams and archspire, two things that are good actually. Good actually. Discuss. There's no discussion. It's on a podcast yes. called Good Actually. <laughs> so Archspire, have you listened to Archspire, Brian? Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, okay. They're good. like good. They're like Infinite Annihilator, but uh, yes. but Infinite Annihilator is the meme version of yeah. Archspire. <laughs> Archspire has more. They're a little more proggy in parts. Gotcha. Well, they're trying harder. Then, yeah, yes. yeah. I was yeah. gonna say you Infinite know. Annihilator is they're Infinite Annihilator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the still very harsh death vocals all the way through. No clean vocals totally. at all. But it they're more clear death vocals sure. um, so there's more of an actual kind of like melody going with totally the, uh with the blast beats everything like that it's it's good stuff i really really like it i got vargas into it and nice. brian said it was fine <laughs> i mean so that's a win-win right there yeah. <laughs> really it's best the outcome. best you can hope for yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that rules uh are they like an Older, newer band, older band. Do, you, do we know? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure think. New. yeah, newish yeah. Newer. Canadian band. Ah, um, sure. It's hard to tell these days. As we talk about on the onslaught, sometimes you think a band starts in like ninety five, and it's like, yeah. oh, they've been around since eighty seven. And then on the flip side, it's like, oh, this band's been around for thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make it, but they are probably by the time I don't know when this episode's yep. coming out, but. April 21st, they are in Lawrence, and I am not going to be able to oh, go. Oh, shit. It's them, Inferi, Volvedania. Um, Bless you. A <laughs> couple others who I do not remember, yeah. but... Well, I'm really bummed that uh, the the tour that Black Dahlia was on got yeah, canceled. Yeah, I was because really... Of, who was the... Who was the Parkway le- Drive. Parkway they Drive broke up, yeah. feeling it, yeah. So I'm hoping Black Dolly, because I was I was like, Ty, I was really hoping to see them. I think they were going to be here this summer. They were going to be in Wichita around yep. Memorial Day-ish. Yes. In Ferry is basically Black Dolly Light. They basically ah, so. interesting. Yeah, uh, so but I'm you hoping... know what show is coming up? Oh, I can only imagine. In, uh, in May at the Uptown Theater. Uh-huh. Got a... Uh, let's see. I know Cradle of Filth. Oh, sure. Who else is, uh, who else is on there? Probably some I, I know the other one, but I want to save him for last. Him. Him. It's a man. One man. Oh, is yes. it? You know who's oh. coming here in August? Our, our best buddy in the whole world. Oh, Teddy Nugget. Teddy Nugget uh, coming old, in? Old Teddy Nugget. Sweaty Teddy's coming? Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Cradle of Filth, Crowbot, Hell and yeah. Glenn Danzig. Oh, yep. <laughs> Oh, I, who's the opener? I said, <laughs> I was in my head. I said Glenn Borland, but then I was like, that's not a thing. That's a Glenn Danzig uh, made, made another movie, which buddy, we who, saw who uh, the is. three of us saw Crobot and they put on an excellent show they and they were very humble of afterward. a show. Yeah. They're they were so, so much fun good. to talk to May yeah. 11th. We could Ooh. go. Yeah, we could. I've never seen Cradle. I know. I would love to see Cradle. Live. It's a Wednesday, and so nobody's got plans. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, the onslaught. The onslaught. We'll be like, hey guys, you're really lucky we're here. Normally, <laughs> oh, if you could talk interview to Glenn, Glenn Danzig, Danzig. God, uh, please, Lord, make this happen. Uh, we prepared something for you to read, and it's just like script, <laughs> like Wolverine lines. <laughs> Just ask about Veronica. We're and doing see, a just, just open it up. Like, 
No, what's the vampire western movie that he made? Oh. That's what that's a new one. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I, know what the I new one is. I can't. What's the name of it? God only knows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just search. That'd be a good title. Just search <laughs> Glenn Danzig vampire western. Yes, and it'll come. And up. if you out there, listener, know anything about his other movie, uh, to call it a movie is a stretch. But yeah. he made Veronica, which is just an insane. I certainly insane won't say thing. anything negative in case I meet him at the concert. That's very true. That's what Vargas and I do on the onslaught that's every Wednesday. <laughs> so you so. talk to. I mean, mega fan. What What's show do you guys Greg host on Wednesdays? <laughs> oh, good, actually. <laughs> okay. oh, I was giving you the opportunity to continue plugging the onslaught, <laughs> which right. I do want to say, like, I have I have turned other people onto the onslaught. Hey, um, and you. Yeah. Um, and it's, you guys are doing phenomenal stuff on there, and it deserves far more recognition than it's getting other than you need more super fans beyond greg burgess well we're you, need, you know we're trying <laughs> super fan glenn danzig yes coming super in hot glenn very true death rider in the house of vampires is oh the name of that movie God. <laughs> buddy oh man. super fan danny filth <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking Dude, jesus is a jerk <laughs> an inside joke don't worry about that uh what do we what do we got you were about to say something yeah so i got uh, just a little bit of yes. trivia for for ty uh, a good friend ty uh two quick little bits uh it there are no bits bits, what is, what is bits? bits? there's a, there's unfortunately no prize but just for just for our, okay. our, our guy coming on ty two questions the first time you were on the podcast do you remember what episode you came on to what was the first one i believe that was, I think that was the Rise of Skywalker episode. It sure yes. Was. Oh, Which I was also oh, going that's why to I reference. Don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you were on for the Rise yes. of Skywalker. We had you and Greg on. Um, and then after that, what was the set? What was the next episode? Uh, the AFC East episode of the Buddy. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yes. Yes, you were on for the AFC East because Ty, we all know you were a big Miami Dolphins yes, fan. Yes, I am. Um, what? Famed, famed dolphin Tyreek Hill. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. Have fun with this maybe a thousand yard receiving this year. <laughs> we don't have Doesn't to. Doesn't need that many if he can just run it the rest of the way. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't need that many to go. He gets eight, a little nine. head start, You're a right. little 10 yard head start from Tua, and then he's off. <laughs> just dump it in the flat. Have him go. <laughs> yes, but we have a very fun history with Ty on the podcast, and we, we greatly appreciate you coming back. Absolutely. What do you bring in? So I had originally. Up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What are we relitigating? Oh yes, talk talk about. I, I, I think we talked about this off yes. mic. Yes, I wanted to do horror remakes because I was scrolling through episodes uh-huh, uh-huh. and I was like, cool. Because I would love to talk about Evil Dead 2013. From we Fede should Alvarez. all be talking about Evil Dead 2013 always, yeah. constantly. But then I listened to it, and it is things that should be remade. (laughs) And so I called an audible, and we're talking about best animated movie of all time instead. Right, because that episode we talked, Iron Giant was the winner. Mm -hmm. Um, Up against Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse, yes. Mm -hmm. Both fantastic movies, yeah. Uh, But before we we get into that, I do want to (laughs) mention, while listening to the horror remakes episode, uh, in Brian's Poetry Corner... Uh, he remember had a that? God, that gotta, feels like talk about a bit. I, know, I listened to I that and I was back. like, yeah. "Man, I forgot about Brian's." That was a, that lit up the internet for a while. But so uh, 
smelly, obnoxious, loud, bad at communicating. Brendan, please don't have kids. <laughs> well, with a, well. Brendan said, we're not planning on having kids anytime soon. Yeah, that was well, to appease Brian. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's yeah. on another no, podcast called Liar, actually. Yeah. Liar, actually. Uh, fake, actually. Uh, but yes, I just like very uh, serendipitous that that is what was talked about. Also in that, that episode, uh, you guys were talking about Moon Knight preparing to come out. Oh. Wow, look at us now. We're yeah. living now. We're living. Do you guys remember how many times we have called Marvel's future in yeah. our show? We, we brought it up many times. The, well, that one was when the show was announced. Well, sure. Uh, you know, well, I'm just, it me reminded me of other times. That, yeah. gave, that gave our boy fair, plenty, of to- plenty of opportunity to talk about. You couldn't who, stand up for hours. Moon Knight well, is. Well, the insane part to me was when we did what Marvel character should get a movie. Yes. Right. And Brandon said Black Knight and Brian said what was Spider-Man Craven the Hunter or some oh, kind yeah. of crossover whatever. And it was Daredevil and Craven the Hunter. Dare, the, oh yeah. man. But both of those are Black, scheduled. Black Knight is in he's at the end of Eternal, yeah. right? He's he's in the movie yeah. and Craven the Hunter is filming right now. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't, really, I didn't know. Write the check. You're welcome. Yeah, write the check. I didn't that's know right. Craven the Hunter was filming. Uh, yeah, Aaron Tyler Johnson. Yeah, it's oh, oh, that's right. But it's going to be a I loved her. It's going to be a Sony. Yeah. Sony movie. So who knows yeah. what's going to happen? It'll be part of the Sony verse. It's fine. Well, I don't even think the, Sony the knows wildly what successful Sony. <laughs> I don't think Sony. That's knows his name, right? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. having their okay. own podcast over here. What happened? From the Witch. Yeah. I said Aaron Tyler Johnson. He goes from the Witch. Very close. Also great in New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She has a turn and split. That's yeah. oof, it's fantastic. And Godzilla. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Age of Ultron. And Tenet. We just want to just keep going through movies yeah. that both Anya Taylor Joy and Remember? Aaron Taylor Johnson's in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the bit. <laughs> Wonderful. So uh, animated movies. Yes. Um, yeah. So I mean, Ty, it, off the top of your head, off your the top of your dome, what is your favorite or? Is it favorite or best? Because those are two different things. Ah, those are two I different believe, things. That's what we discussed I believe it was best. Best. Let's I go think with it was right. best. Ty, Ty, what do you think is the best animated movie? Well. So we can yell about it. While you guys were talking and debating, <laughs> I mean, Spider-Verse and Iron Giant have their merits. And uh, okay. Vargas at one point said, when I watch an animated movie, I don't want to feel bad afterwards. Uh, but what if, my friends, what if you did? And as mentioned oh, directly in that next sentence by Vargas, was a little <laughs> film called Acura. Yeah, great. <laughs> the best animated movie of all time. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that he has quotes from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's using our own words against us. I did my prep. Ty comes prepared every episode. For those of those that don't don't know what that is, could you please explain? What yes. That is? So it is, yeah, explain the premise, please. Yeah, you just start at the start of it. it a guy ni- finds a bike, and then the, yeah, that's yeah. it, right? Yeah, good. A 1988 anime film out of Japan, um, set around a world post nuclear explosion that has devastated Tokyo. We are now in Neo Tokyo, which has been built up around the crater of the original uh, explosion leading up to the Olympics to be held in Tokyo the coming year. (laughs) 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 Nervous laughter. Nervous laughter. (laughs) And I believe it was set in 2022 it definitely was yes. it's yeah set, it's set now yeah, yeah. So. um so well, they could never build a city that fast so this is fine we're fine <laughs> awesome just, just replace nuclear explosion with pandemic yeah and it's You're just today right. so 
It then follows a group of teenagers, biker gang, mm-hmm. um, one with an incredible red motorcycle. One of the most that, iconic yes. bikes ever put to film or mm-hmm. page, basically. But then what it it what it turns into from there is one of the he's kind of the outcast, not the outcast, but he's like the little brother of the group. Um, gets into an accident with this little blue kid, a little blue elderly boy running out onto the highway who blows up his motorcycle. Blue the color or blue the emotion? Blue the color. Okay. Probably blue the emotion the, as well. The blue the emotion um, as well. Yeah. Who has been part of a, you eventually find out he has been part of a project to reawaken Acura, who was essentially a godlike figure yes. around the previous nuclear Incident, Brian. I in think Tokyo. you would really like Akira a lot. You I think you would like it a lot. Well, like genuinely, is my nose bleeding. Or <laughs> it remind me, is it based off a manga, or yes. is the manga came after? I believe after? it is based it's, off. Of it's based eight yeah. volumes. It's always crazy to think because that came. The movie came out in eighty eight. Yes, like and Ghost in the Shell came out like ninety one, ninety two, or something like that. I think so. Which is always nuts to me to think about, like. That like that, that kind of stuff has been around for so fucking well. Long. I mean, and and you look at Akira, and you from from an animation standpoint to be doing the things they were doing right in 1988. I I didn't finish the the synopsis. The one of the <laughs> you I, Tetsuo, I think you would be talking for a while. Yes, but yes, but go ahead. Continue the, because it's so important. And Tetsuo, yes, the kid who got wrecked from the biker gang or the younger kid in the biker gang has been picked up and he has similar essentially like psychic markers Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. Akira had. And so he then starts developing these psychic abilities um, because the Latin psychic power has now been awoken and he essentially, well, it ends with him turning into a flesh kaiju. (laughs) (laughs) That's always the, I love that about that because so much about Akira is like the icon, the iconic yes. shit is like the bike and sh- like that. And yes. then it morphs into just wild, crazy stuff. And, and they're making a live action movie, aren't they? They've been trying to, trying for to for a years. long time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Since, I mean, since 2015, oh, yeah. 2016, I think Jordan Peele f- was attached at one point and <laughs> did not want to do it after a while. Um, and then probably someone along the way said it, it can only be two hours. And he's like, nah, I'm, yeah. I'm good. And man. Taiko like, was attached to next, but I, I have a, an appreciation for a lot of Taika's stuff. I don't think he would be the right person yeah. to handle I, that yeah, at I don't, all. Absolutely not. But, <laughs> I, and it's one of those things. I don't think we need a live <laughs> action because it is right. It's so interesting that it's the movie that defined what like anime movies are. Yes. Right. So to, I mean, it'd be like, it would be another ghost in the shell, which as we know, live action remake of that's really good. It's Mm -hmm. so good. It's great. It's great. Love it. Uh, And, and then the unfortunate other side is like cowboy bebop was made into a series and that uh, has good parts and bad parts. But, um, and is there, we not doing a bit about the live action ghost in the shell. (laughs) That is not good, actually. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. Dad, I don't want to be on record with I'm that sorry. Bit Let's tee it up real fast. Yes, just in case we move too quick. The Ghost of Shell remake yeah, is yeah. awful. We it's all prefer very, very on bad. Shell. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you guys actually also on um, another episode, I, I think actually on this, you were uh-huh. talking about the, uh, you had been watching 
uh, Death Note yes. and the horrible Netflix adaptation of Death, <sighs> Death Note. Yeah. That, that unfortunately was made by Adam Wingard. Yes. Uh, yes, that, oh boy, brutal. The, sh- the Death Note, the, the anime series is awesome. The sh- movie is, mm-hmm. stay away, far away from it. Um, but yeah. Is it a movie or a series? The, the, the original live anime is I mean. series. The live, the live action, action is a, is a movie. Is a movie. Okay. And they've, and they've keep made, Willem Dafoe as, as yes, yes. the monster guy. Yeah, they didn't even have Ryu, his makeup. Ryuk. Yeah. Ryuk. Ryuk. Yeah. Um, as well as in Japan, they've made... Same joke you made on the episode. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Humor's timeless. After 100 episodes, you're you're done, man. As well as they've made like live action in Japan, Death Note like series and movies yes. stuff like that, which are whatever. But yeah, I, do you think that that pairs up with i mean can go ahead to head with something like iron giant or even spider-verse or something like that well i'm so glad you asked <laughs> he's got notes <laughs> so it's like when Ryan, you run into what you mentioned <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that spider-verse was the best for its innovation in the field of animation yep such as these skipped frames um oh, prior yeah. to oh, yeah. miles uh, fully assuming the role of Spider-Man when he's unsure of himself. Good stuff. Really great stuff. But you know what else? That one in 20, what, 2018 that came out? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, 2016, 2018, whenever that came out. We're looking at 1988, and you look at the first seven minutes of Akira, which I know you haven't seen. Well, let's whoa, go whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's Are a- we recording assumptions right now? <laughs> well, Brendan did just say you would love it. Well, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, 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 dude. <laughs> My bad. But make me look like an asshole over here. That first seven minutes. <laughs> Let's go through we, it frame by frame. <laughs> so <laughs> you really just have to see it. <laughs> but you know, so it opens with the the biker gang leaving a bar because they hear the clowns, a rival biker gang who have made themselves all up to look like clowns, um, that they're in the area. They're going to take them out. Um, they leave the bar and then these traditional Japanese drums kick in. And it is one one of the coolest like backing tracks for any scene. Oh yeah! And then you are introduced to Neo Tokyo with them riding their bikes through it, and the, the each bike has like tracers on the light, so you've got light trails going through everything, and the city is opening up because the the way they are moving the um, the cells, the panels, like everything is opening up as they are driving through it, and it is one of I, I tweeted last night while I was doing my prep work <laughs> that it it is one of those things that makes me feel a way that I don't think any other animated movie can right. do. Oh, totally, totally. Because it's well, let me lay this on you. Uh, when Ariel is in her room I, full <laughs> full of trinkets, you got him started on it. How oh. can you deny? The glowing and 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 <laughs> shimmering of all the th- all of all her trinkets in that room, that's similar to that the the city lights uh-huh. that you're talking about. Uh, yeah, let's get well, into it's, it. I mean, so Tetsuo at one point in the research facility, he finds the uh, the room ho- holding the elderly psychic children, uh, <laughs> and that's full of toys and trinkets and. They are. Uh, Do any of them try to comb their hair with a fork? Uh, no, but they make a giant basically mechs out of their toys held together by milk <laughs> it's very yeah well, talking seagull so <laughs> I, this is wild too Akira came first it was released a year before oh, you can see the influence you can little see it actually you really can see the, the parallel yeah <laughs> um but the so the influence of 
we were talking influence of um, well, one we were talking live action movies that do not work. Yeah, adaptations of anime. Totally, totally. But we are getting live action movies made by Hideaki Anno, who did Evangelion. Right, and he's made he made Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla, a new trailer for Shin Ultraman just came out. Looks amazing. And Shin Kamen Rider <laughs> is mm-hmm. also coming. But if you watch Evangelion, yeah, it is nothing to do with Shins. No, but yeah. what does it mean? new or something yeah it's like new yeah Yeah. okay i know it's not about a leg they're all reboots oh Mm -hmm. you don't you didn't know that (laughs) i I did know that well i uh, it's either new or like ultimate i think yeah yeah, the japanese translation is something like yeah like Mm -hmm. amazing like new amazing thing it's not gonna make as much money as foot godzilla that's for sure there's a market for that totally but yeah but (laughs) yes only godzilla.com But uh, but yes, th- those are, are incredible, especially the, the live and anim- live a- adaptations of those. Yes, yeah. but so what I wanted to get at with that is, if you watch Evangelion, <laughs> it is so clear how much of it, right? And especially the philosophical elements are influenced by that piece of Akira, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. now I'm turning my attention to my boy Vargas. Oh, boy. <laughs> so you talked about how. Uh, oh wait. No, you, Brendan, oh, talked God. about. Yeah, you're good. You were deciding. Yeah. No, you, no, I was deciding. You were deciding. Mm-hmm. It, no, I was. No, no, look away, look away. <laughs> I was but deciding. The, yeah. the talk about um, about what if a gun had a soul and didn't want to be a gun? Oh yeah. And um, the you know imperialism, um, military right. forces, mm-hmm. posturing, things like that. Same shit in Akira. Yeah, he's right. He's look, right. Everyone, look at how much of that is present in Akira because yeah. the. So much of what is happening is so the Japanese military and special ops unit is trying to get this under control to use it as a weapon eventually. Right. And then the American forces come in and are planning to also try and take it and also level Japan while they're at it because there is, you know, so much of that overhanging um, the military conflict, the nuclear uh, conflict in right, Hiroshima right. and Nagasaki. So much of that has influenced, obviously, because the Neo-Tokyo storyline is so it present. Is like, in yes, an actual it's, like fallout of nuclear yes. war and like, attri- like atrocities. It, it is so like much that. more than just an allegory. Like It's just the text. Yes, it's point. like it's what has happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so it, it talks about the um, military uh, imperialism, military posturing, uh, while also... There are so many more concepts in the manga that are not fully pulled in, but they're there, such as... And how many? How big is the manga? How, how many issues? There's a lot of it, right? <laughs> Dude. Like a lot of it? It's, it's a brick. Yeah. Because yeah. totally. each one... So you've seen the um, the manga volumes that are like about that thick, yes. about like that big around. Yeah, yeah. Akira, each one is about like <laughs> a, an 8 by 12 or 8 by 11. Right, and right. about that thick. Yes. And there are, I think, eight of those. They're like a compendium. Good yes. God. Yeah. And it is and so dense. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's tough because manga doesn't do like, oh, this is issue one. Yes. Yeah. Right. Sure, 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 sure. But it is, it's very, very dense. It is so good. But you even have the elements of like the religious fanaticism because mm-hmm. uh, that's mm-hmm. really big in the manga. Uh, but there are essentially cults who think that Tetsuo is Akira reborn um, when he is starting his rampage. Oh, yeah. Uh, you also have the, there are elements of the kaiju movie, but they're flipped even before he becomes an actual flesh kaiju. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because 
it, it is structured like a scene pulled directly out of Godzilla, and it's big, <laughs> pounding drums. You know, the tanks are rolling up, the military is rolling up, and the smoke is clearing. And instead, just a small, like, tiny boy <laughs> Tetsuo walks out with his red cape, and it's just yes. so... It's a complete, like, reversal of what you expect with the kaiju tropes. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't think an animated movie has captured so many different things sure and yeah. done it so effectively even though like pe- people have talked about pacing and narrative structure and it's kind of a mess but there is just so much that they're doing and i don't think they do a single piece of it badly oh sure so yeah. I'm, I'm going to if you you know i like vargas said you don't want to feel bad after you watch an animated <laughs> movie <laughs> it's but true consider i don't it's true you do <laughs> right but also maybe Yes. <laughs> so I, I am putting Akira in contention with Spider-Verse and Iron Giant. Wait, I this think... whole time you've been saying that Akira was the good movie? Yes. Oh, I thought you were just, just cheering on me and Vargas about what we said. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, was use, I was using my point to support how good of points you guys yes. are making. Oh, that works. And I switched mine to The Little Mermaid. <laughs> we know. That's so I funny. should have just come in with the Little Mermaid. That would have been great, doing like a whole like diatribe on on what the Little Mermaid means, the themes of that stuff. Uh, but that rules. I, I'm I'm so happy uh, because <clears throat> animated movies rule, especially that that argument was so much fun because those movies are amazing and Akira is is also so 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 good. Yes, and it, it reminds me of like uh, I think one of my favorite anime movies is like Spirited Away, mm-hmm. which is another like a lot of Miyazaki movies are that kind of like weird fantastical structure where like there is a plot and there mm-hmm. is conflict, but like Spirited Away is just about a girl oh, who man. doesn't want to be a girl. Like it rules. It's so good. That, that was like the, there is a very dumb take going around Twitter about conflict in fiction and Did not you, wanting to teach their children by conflict. an English teacher, Yeah, which is insane to me. Yeah, like, media literacy is dead. It's Found so, dead in it's Miami. So bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Did you see that shit, Brian? What? Basically, an English teacher said that uh, his daughter's like English class, um, they wanted them to write a story. And she wanted to write a story, but didn't want a conflict to be in the story. And this guy was like, oh, there sh- that, that she should be able to do that. But then it's like, the basic structure of any type of story is some type of conflict. And any conflict you have can be like, internal conflict man versus man conflict man versus society conflict like yeah there's so many different versions of a conflict that don't have to be like a fight well what, what i, I mean? what i would say is that you should allow this child to write whatever story they want totally and then as their teacher rip them apart for how fucking boring <laughs> it was and show them that you need well conflict. that's the thing is that, like, that conflict is not it's not a quote, fight unquote, conflict like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not like it, it well, is, challenge someone to write a story with a beginning a middle and an end and include no conflict yes you would that's, be able to, you, impossible not a story yeah, yeah. here we go uh <laughs> once upon a time vargas sat in front of a microphone he agreed with everything brian said brendan smiled the end that, that's not a story <laughs> the beginning you sat at the microphone yeah, the no. middle you agreed with everything i said the end brendan smiled no, i don't see the problem brendan. my conflict is now with you <laughs> Now we got conflict. Maybe now, now we got cooking. conflict. Now and we're this cooking. is how stories are born. <laughs> but so you you mentioned Spirited Away. Another yes. one I really want to mention uh, that tackles tackles themes similar, not similar themes, but a similar approach on different themes is Princess Mononoke. Oh, totally. Uh, but instead so with um, colonization and um, 
you know, nature, climate change, right. um, ecological preservation, and it's phenomenal. I, I almost brought in Princess Mononoke instead. I, as I my would support option. that as well yeah. because the movie rules. Uh, there is a really great book that's coming out. I, of course, I don't have it in front of me, but it's basically by a guy who was like Miyazaki's right hand man, like his assistant. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about Miyazaki. And there's a really great excerpt out there about Neil Gaiman was hired to be the translator for that movie. And so he was working with this guy and basically how like Harvey Weinstein and new line and all that stuff. were just like Americans won't get it. And they're like, they'll get like, it'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> they, it, they it's okay. Like it's a fantastical story. Like they don't have to get it like, but it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neil Gaiman was uncredited on that movie yes, because they were afraid for the that English he, dub, he yeah. his name would pull people away from the movie. Like, Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I did not know any of that. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Ty, thank you so much for coming on this episode and everything. Um, This was fun. You guys, it's great to see you guys hitting episode 100. It's been awesome to be on several times with you guys. It's called Sharing a House with a Never-Ending Man, 15 Years at Studio Ghibli by uh, Steve Alpert. Oh, that's a memorable title. Yeah. (laughs) It's basically about his 15 years working as like Miyazaki's assistant, basically. What's it called? Yeah, don't know. You can't look it yeah, up. Everyone, everyone rewind real fast. <laughs> Just rewind. But anything you would like to plug? I know your wonderful podcast. Um, yeah, like we have the Jackie Chan episode coming out at the end of April. If you have not listened already, we do have our Sam Raimi episode. Um, and continue listening to these guys. It's very fun. And honestly, any of the great podcasts we have in Kansas City. Yes. We have so many. Uh, always like to mention just how awesome the podcast landscape is out here. Uh, so, yeah, any anything like that. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much. Brian, yeah. where can you find us? On the in the Kansas City Podscape. 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 Ooh, it. we should do that. Kansas City Podscape. Yeah, we That's re- a fun we, title. We just review other Kansas City podcasts <laughs> and shit talk all of them. Uh